Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. Let's talk cricket and the T20 World Cup kicks off tonight. Well, it's been going with the qualifiers, but the the final, the top 12, I think we call them, kicks off uh, tonight's uh, 9 o'clock. I, I think it is Sammy Hargraves. Welcome to Sports Central. G'day, Jase. Uh, great to be with you. Very excited about Australia getting their campaign started tonight against South Africa. Myself and uh, Darren Berry doing the game. And, um, yeah, the Aussies still looking for that first ever T20 World Cup title. Yeah, you can catch all the action uh, live tonight on SEN as well. Um, Sammy, um, we failed to make the semis in the last two World Cups. What, why do we struggle in T20? What, why are we so good in tests? And, and even one day, is we're a little bit better, but why do we seem to struggle in T20s? But, uh, so before, a year and a half ago, we were ranked first in the world. Now we're about seventh or eighth. Why are we struggling? We are, yeah, we go in ranked seventh. We play South Africa tonight ranked fifth. And, Jace, there's a great reason for that. And you, you watch a lot of NRL, as do I. I watch a lot of AFL now. When they pick their team of the year each year in the AFL and the NRL, there's one thing that the NRL do so much better when they pick their Dally M team of the year. They pick the best player in their position, and there's mm-hmm. no equivocation about it. The Australian side of the AFL, they'll try and find a way to squeeze as many midfielders in to as many different positions as possible, even if that person has barely stepped foot in that area of the ground at an opening bounce. That's what Australia have tended to do wrong, mate, with their T20 sides. We haven't picked the best player in their best position. We've tried to squeeze players who might normally open for their big bash team, like Marcus Stoinis or like Matty Wade. We, we shove them in down the order because we just want to find a place for them all the other countries tend to pick the pick specialist players in specific positions and we for some reason have resisted that well that that might uh, that leads to my next question then marsh you reckon you'll get the number three spot and why why is mitch marsh at number three well he's had a great last two series so even though we've um you know wanted the proverbial nest against west indies uh, who are one of the favourites coming into this tournament, and Bangladesh, who are actually ranked higher than us coming into this T20 tournament. Um, Mitch Marsh has been the one consistent player throughout that time. He's averaging, I think it's just around uh, 35. He's made four scores over 50 batting at, at first drop. So whilst there's been an unsettled lineup around him, Mitch Marsh has actually been probably our best-performed player over the last sort of 10 or so uh, T20 International. So he's absolutely deserved his spot. Often the whipping okay. boy for the Australian cricket public, but <laughs> but he comes in in a rich vein of form. Yeah. Well, he, got, he just got a, a, a brilliant ball the other night against India first up. That was an outstanding yeah. delivery. I don't, doesn't matter. If Steve Smith had been facing that, he probably would have gotten out for a golden duck as well. On Steve Smith uh, at number four, he looks comfortable there, doesn't he? Yeah, he does, and he's he's made the most runs in the in the two warm-ups. So 
Um, he made 57 from 48 against India. Um, that was uh, backing up uh, 35 off 30, a bit of a slower tempo, but that was all that was needed to get over the line against New Zealand, although it did take until the second last ball for Australia to get that three-wicket win. So, again, our form coming into this, Jase, hasn't been great. We've won, um, if you take the warm-ups out, we've won five out of the last 18 T20 mm. internationals. Um, and there's a lot of talk around what we do at the top of the order as well. Yeah, look, the other thing, though, too, in that, though, I mean, some stats are great. These ones here, we haven't been full strength. And this is the first time I feel, Sammy, that... We've been a full-strength team since we were ranked number one in the world about a year and a half ago. So uh, we've got everyone back. Uh, we just need Dave Warner firing. He's, he's having a shocking run. I, I just don't think he's good on UAE wickets. He's, he's, got, a, um, he's got a poor record uh, over there. He's scored three runs in four innings. How many games do you give him, Sam? Do you give him one or do you give him two? The smart judges, Jace, are thinking two. And the reason for that as well is uh, when we look back at, again, probably the last 18 games, you know, Matty Wade's been the the preferred option for about 13 of those games, and he's averaging 22, and that's that's fattened up by an 80 against India back in 2020. So you look at Dave Warner's overall uh, T20 record, it's it's almost second to none. I mean, he's... Um, He's got the second most runs for Australia in T20 cricket behind Aaron Finch. He's played the most games. His record at World Cups, though, isn't great. He averages just over 20 at World Cups. No one's played more World Cups um, in the current lineup than Dave Warner. Um, he's played the second most games ever for us at World Cups behind Shane Watson. But So you give him those two, I reckon, and if he can't, he can't try and find that form that made him one of the greatest players ever at the format, then... They may need to look at another option. But the problem is, and this is why they haven't probably made the change so far, no one's really grabbed that spot with the two hands and made it their own when the opportunity's presented, as you say, given that we haven't been at full strength for probably uh, around the last 12 months. I reckon Matty Wade would go all right opening, though. But uh, Perhaps he would be the, the fallback if Dave, uh, Dave does fail. Look, if Dave Warner fails, we, we don't win the World Cup. We need to start quickly. Finchie's form's a little bit up and down. He's coming back from that minor knee uh, knee surgery that he had in the off-season. So, look, one hit, Dave Warner could be the man of the series, and that's all it takes. And I, I guess and this happened years ago when we were touring England in the Test Series. He just kept failing, but they knew he was one hit away from changing a game. That's how devastating he can be. I hope he gets a, a, a go, and I hope he gets some runs, but... Um, yeah, very interesting to see what happens out of that. Now, Stoinis back, big inclusion the other day. Um, bowled a little bit, but, geez, he hit the ball well, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And, again, he's another one who he's used to being at the top of the order for the Melbourne Stars, sometimes takes a couple of balls to get going, but there's not many more devastating than him um, when there's uh, a fair bit more pain on the ball, so to speak. He, he likes that. But to his credit, and it hasn't quite worked uh, consistently so far having him down the order. But to his credit, he's had a good couple of warm-ups as well. 41 off 25 uh, against India and 28 off 23 against New Zealand. So it's not where he'd prefer to be batting, Jace, but, you know, he's getting an opportunity. Uh, and like all good team members do, um, he's finding a way to, to contribute to the side. And, and if he can maybe... Bo- because Aaron Finch has said that they're going to take in the seven specialist batters. They're going to take in four specialist bowlers plus the two all-rounders. So he and Mitch Marsh are assuming, given, mm. even though Maxwell is considered an all-rounder in the format, 
would be the two. Um, he's bowling a little bit as well. Mitch Marsh, by the way, has taken, I think it's around 10 wickets in the last 13 games. So he's found his, his bowling rhythm again. So he can be handy. But he and Wade Stoinis are the ones that are at the moment batting in positions where they don't normally tend to bat, which that's always the area of a little bit of concern. But at the moment, Stoinis is making a fist of it. How good was the scene, Max, the other night against India wearing a floppy hat, one of those... Oh. Greg Chappell, floppy hats. Haven't seen that for a while. Hey, he looks happy, and he's had an outstanding IPL, hasn't he? Yes. Oh, he has. I think it was, what do you have, four scores of over 50 in a row. Yep. I think five out of his last six innings were, were, were half centuries or around the mark. And, and Jace, he, you, you've said that we don't win without Dave Warner, and I absolutely agree with you. But I, I actually feel that, that Glenn Maxwell is the most important player for us at this T20 World Cup. If, if he's firing, then he, he's the one player that we have that actually other teams find intimidating. England and India tend to laugh at us for not playing him more in the longer <laughs> forms of the game. They hold him up uh, in very high esteem. So if he can get rolling, uh, then look out. It could all hinge on him. Yeah, let's talk about the bowlers. You talked about... Um... That bowling attack, Zampa and Agar both both have played, no, bowled plenty of overs. I think we need Hazelwood. He's our best bowler uh, in that attack. I think Stark will be the one who should probably miss out. What are your thoughts? It's a, it's a tough question, isn't it? Because I'm with you. I, I want them to play the two spinners. I think you have to. And, and both Zampa and Agar are actually ranked in the top 10 for, for T20 bowlers at the moment. So you've got to go in with them. So then it becomes, you know, is it Cummins? Is it Stark? Is it Hazelwood? And I'm sort of leaning your way as well. I think given that, that it's you're going to need to find a way to restrict um, in these on in these conditions, on these pitches, and Hazelwood does that better than most. He was part of the, the championship-winning IPL side as well and was a solid contributor to them. I don't think you can go in without Pat Cummins. I think he is the first mm. pick of the bowlers, and then you do try and figure it out. Obviously, Stark, there's not many more devastating on his day, but when it's not his day, he tends to be expensive. And I just don't think we can afford that, given the explosive uh, lineups from a batting point of view that Australia are, are going to be coming up against. In a pretty tough group, South Africa tonight, yep, they've gone off the boil a little bit, ranked fifth in the world. But we've got India, uh, England in our group and the West Indies as well. Um, West Indies are reigning champions. And, and a lot of people's... I was watching the videos on the ICC World Cup website the other day, and a lot of the players picking West Indies to, to make the final. Oh, they're pretty good in the short-form game, aren't they? Um, let's move on to the Ashes. Let's get away from the, the T20 World Cup for a moment. The Ashes, big news during the week, Jane Pattinson retires. Um, that all came as, out of the blue, bit of a shock, wasn't it? It did. It did. He's. It's such a shame, isn't it, with, with what we often... And, and it's always a great talk-back conversation, as you know, Jace. The players we never really got to see... Um, at their peak consistently who could have been anything. And I think he'll go into that group. Like, of, of all the what might have been, he is right up there in that. I mean, he is as good as any we've got. He would have been the opening bowler for any other test side just about in the world. Mm. But, he, but he plays at a time where we're spoiled for fast bowling choice. And, and just so happens, too, that within um, that abundance of bowlers that we've got, those rich stocks, we found a trio that so well complement each other um, and, and bring that slightly different skill set to the table, which, you know, as, as Shane Warne's always said, you bowl in partnerships and they've found the right mix in terms of that. But every time he, he came in for Australia, 
he performed with, without right. a shadow of a doubt and, and played important games and, and had big moments. It's a real shame. Yeah, and look, he's he's had a wretched run with injuries back and all that sort of stuff. So he's still going to play the game, but he's going to play it in the in the Fort Shaw. And there is another bloke uh, hanging about, though, who does deserve a, a spot as a bowler this year. And, I, and I'd love to see him get a run, Michael Nessa. He's, he's in good form. The Sheffield Shield, you know, will, will continue, obviously, before the tests start. But uh, Michael Nessa's not a bad fifth quick for the Aussies to have. Yeah, and again, uh, by the way, just on Pattinson, there's a bit of selfishness there too because as a Vic, I wouldn't mind seeing just a little bit more <laughs> sneak in <laughs> to the, the Australian side. But you, I mean, Ness is another; uh, it's a great one to bring up. I mean, did he did he take ten wickets in the? Was it him that got was the ten wickets? My, my, my mind might be playing tricks on me in the Shield game against South, uh, South Australia. Um, was oh, it him? Was, it him? was that last season? No, it was, was the last, last game that they just played. Queensland oh, was South it? Australia. I think it was Nessa. I think, but I could be right, wrong. Okay. On yeah. that. But but you're right. He's again would someone who would bring something a little bit different again. That he's not as quick as the other guys that are in there at the moment. But he does get the ball to talk a little bit in the right conditions. So um, he could be. And Sean Abbott's probably another one that's knocking down the door as well. But we're again we're in an era at the moment, Jace, where we're, we have an, an abundance. Of, of fast bowling options, which is which is great for Australian cricket. It's just our batting that's, you know, the head scratcher at the minute. Yeah, it certainly is. Um, what else? Oh, Will Pekoski again. Uh, another head knock was a walk-up yeah. start to open with Dave Warner for the first test. Is is that it? Is that sadly it for Will? Is it is it ten concussions now? I, I hear. Yeah, it is, and it might be even more. It, it, there's a couple. There's I think Tim Payne was saying the other day that he thought it might have been more. Victoria are really confident that he comes back and he'll be okay. Um, with what we're learning now, and and you'd know this through what we're you know with with rugby league, AFL, and and what's happening in America in the NFL, what we're learning more and more about CTE, it, it's really hard not to be. Um, genuinely worried about Will Bukowski. Uh, and, and whilst, yep, he is a once-in-a-generation talent, he could be anything in the game, he, his safety and well-being is far more important than all of that. And, and I just can't help thinking that if, if we get any more of these, and maybe it's even at that point for some people, I don't profess to know enough, and, and, and probably none of us do, about it, to know whether now's the time to say, for your own safety, it might be time to to think about something else. I don't know if we're at that point yet, but we couldn't be far away, surely, and um, because we, we only want what's best for him uh, mm. with his health and well-being. Hopefully, and you cross everything, fingers, toes, that, that he, his dream of, of having a consistent Australian career, which he's far and away good enough to do, can come to fruition before that moment would come that we would have to step away. But it, it does make you worry. It, you oh, can't it does. not worry. Yeah, and look, life's more important than sport. You know, it's it's it is. It is. one one more knock could be fatal, mate. And and yeah, no, I, I totally agree with that. And I hope everything turns out well for him uh, post cricket if he does actually have to um, step down. That means who opens with Davy Warner come come the Ashes that first Test uh, December eight at the Gabba. Is it the hometown boy Joey Burns? Is it? Marnus Labuschagne as does he? I'd love to see Marnus open the batting. I really would. But you know, who is there? Who could who could fill that void if if uh, if Will Bukowski's unavailable? I don't reckon you take away what, what we're. It's, it's sort of like that thing, Jase, where you 
whilst I hear you about that, I think Marmus could probably bat anywhere. But do we rob Peter to pay Paul, and are we? And is it too big a price to pay because he's done so well at at, at, at first drop, so well at three, and Steve Smith at four? I'd be looking. I mean, Marcus Harris got the chance last year, and did he did he cement his spot? Probably not. I'm absolutely open to Usman Khawaja coming back in and opening. His record as an opener, you know, I think it's either seven or nine innings. He averages about ninety as an opener. Um, He's, he's made a century or two as an opener. His average is still over 40 in, in test cricket. I, I would be absolutely fine. And the other thing, too, about that is his weakness has always been spin early in his innings. England's spinners are nothing to lose any sleep over, with all due respect. No. So he, he, would, have, they, he would have no fears about what England can throw at him. And we know how good he is um, with, with the new ball. So I, I actually think Wisman Kawaja is a great... As long as it's and look, people would say, why would you go back to go forward? Well, we all still believe that Pekovsky is the future. So, and we've seen what can happen when you put in a young player to give him a chance and then take him out of that team. But when they when when someone comes back, it, it, it's actually often been to the detriment of a young opener to get a chance only to be taken out when your preferred option comes back in. So, I think Usman Kawaja represents a, a really safe but 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 strong choice while we're waiting for Will Pekovsky if we have to. Yeah, yeah, good call. And Uzi's uh, in some pretty good form as well. And I think he's matured yeah. even further as the Queensland captain at the moment too. So, And first test at the Gabba. Don't have to worry about the spinners, Sammy, if you open the batting, do you? <laughs> That's exactly right. That's uh, exactly hey, right. And even if they hey, do decide to do that, then it won't worry him. No, no, good call. Hey, listen, before we let you go, uh, we've got to go to a break in a sec. Uh, tonight, or this afternoon, I should say, more sport. The Sixers go up against the Thunder for the first time this season in Launceston. Uh, there's been a lot of talk around Alyssa Healy's form. Oh, can people just give up, please? She's she's an outstanding cricketer. She'll bounce back. Oh, I, I don't even know why it's a conversation. I don't know I, either. I honestly don't know why it's a conversation. Yeah, no, she's... That's she's, all we she's... need to say, Jase. That's all Absolutely. we need to say. Listen, I look forward to you and uh, also uh, Darren Berry covering off on the uh, the T20 World Cup kicks off tonight here on 1170 SEN, Australia versus South Africa. Have a good call, mate, and thanks for joining us on Sports Central. Anytime, Jase. Cheers. See you, mate. There goes uh, Semi Hargraves uh, in charge of the call team tonight here on 1170 SEN. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.